0: In today's message, we're spending some time listening to verses Jesus turns to his disciples and uses to teach them in their transformation of people who are now walking more like Jesus, more like the way God designed us to live life. A life that is reflected in the commands that he gave his people in the Old Testament. A life that's modeled after the way Jesus lived with and among the people of his day. A life that looks different than the world tells us to live. We're marketed to live this life of riches, of prosperity, of, of constant joy without, without um, of just constant uh, satisfaction for all of our needs. A, a life that doesn't seem to ever experience sadness or a time of need or a time of hunger or a time of, of, of lacking, um, lacking happiness. And yet we all know that the reality is when we experience life fully, when we experience life across the full gamut, when we know that there is more than what's going on in advertisements or online, we recognize that there are times when we face difficulty. Humility is found in these places uh, of of sadness, these places of, of hurt, these places of hunger, these places of need. These places of, of even hate when we experience the fact that there are people who organize themselves against us. And yet, in those places, when we follow Jesus' example and his teaching, we find ourselves unexpectedly, maybe ironically experiencing, the very thing which we were warned against. The converse of each of these ideas. In sadness, we find joy. In, in, in hunger, we find satisfaction. In times where we experience hate from other people, we yet experience this ironic twist of love in the face of hardship. Humility is the world turned upside down. At a place where your, your, your tendency to stray away from humility by embracing pride, uh, humility says, no, let go of the pride, let go of the authority, let go of the position, and embrace this changed life. So listen to these verses from Jesus in Luke chapter 6 and hear how they might be uh, informing you on a better way to live as well. Then Jesus turned to his disciples and said, God blesses you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. God blesses you who are hungry now, for you will be satisfied. God blesses you who weep now, for in due time you will laugh. What blessings await you when people hate you and exclude you and mock you and curse you as evil because you follow the Son of Man? When that happens, be happy. Yes, leap for joy, for a great reward awaits you in heaven. These verses come as an excerpt from the beginning of a sermon God gives to his people, Jesus gives to his disciples, his closest followers, as to what the changed life of the Christian looks like. And when we hear these verses, we we start to wonder, what what does it mean when Jesus is telling us to be blessed in the midst of our poverty, or our hunger, or our sorrow, or when we experience people hating us? How could that ever be a good thing? Why would God want me to go through something like that? The truth is, this world has uh, been broken in many ways for, since, since, it's, since the fall of man, since we stepped into sin ourselves, since we brought this darkness upon ourselves. And in that brokenness, the world tries to sell us this picture of life that's perfect when we are rich, when we're prosperous, when we have as much food and more than what we need, when we're able to simply eat what we want rather than have to survive on what we need, when we live a life that's free from sorrow, free from sadness, free from bad experiences, and when we live a life that everyone loves us, that everyone has a good opinion of us, that everyone uh, likes what we do and, 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 and is proud that they know us. Now, on the surface, each of these things sounds great. Who doesn't want to be prosperous? Who doesn't want more than enough money or more than enough food? Who doesn't want to be liked by everyone they know? But Jesus is teaching us an important lesson here. He's teaching us that as we walk through life following his example, there are times, in fact, there are probably many times, when following that example goes against the way of the world. When, uh, when the world tries to tell us that everything can be good all the time, everything can be happy, everything can be prosperous, it's it's slowly twisting its message to try and teach us that we need to go after those things. We need to pursue riches above all else. We need to make sure we have food on our table before we have tab- food on the tables of other people. We need to make sure people like us rather than us sticking to our principles so that we might experience some some ill opinions of people. Jesus is saying there are going to be times where you experience hunger. There are going to be times where you experience sadness. There are going to be times where you experience need, where people are going to hate you because you are sticking to a lifestyle that's different than what the world wants you to believe. And in humility, we are enacting, we are entrusting ourselves to the promises of God Humility is setting aside our tendencies, setting aside our priorities, and embracing the teaching and promises of Jesus in the face of what seems like something that doesn't make sense. The world is saying, how could you ever prioritize someone above yourself when Jesus says, put others before you? The world is going to say, how could you ever bow to, to an authority above you when you know it's best for you? And Jesus says, trust in the teaching of God. He knows better than you do. His eternal perspective is so much wiser than our foolish thinking and our short lifespans. And so he gives us these promises of blessing. Blessed are you in your poverty. Blessed are you when you are hungry. Blessed are you when you weep in the meantime. Blessed are you when you experience hate because the kingdom of God is yours. You will be satisfied. In due time, you will laugh. In fact, you will be glorified because you're experiencing hate and persecution because of me. Humility takes on many forms. Humility answers each of these issues we experience. Sorrow, hunger, hate, poverty. Humility in the face of these things. Humility that clutches to Jesus' promises, that clings to the truth of God's teachings, is a trust that we will experience even in the face of earthly hunger, earthly poverty, earthly sorrow, earthly hate, A heavenly satisfaction. Heavenly riches beyond compare. Heavenly feast with our Creator for eternity with more food than we could ever imagine. Joy that can't be contained in the face of the hate of this world. We have a joy joined together with the other believers in Jesus' promises because we know that this life is not the end of the story, but simply the connection point into something everlasting. Humility is this ironic turning of the world upside down. And when we embrace Jesus' promises, sometimes that goes against our intuition. That goes against the way the world markets us to think things should be. But Jesus says, even in the face of these unexpected realities, ironically, that is unexpectedly, something going against what we think would happen, we find joy. We find satisfaction for our needs. We find riches beyond compare. We find a love that can't be taken away, a love from the creator of all things who knows you and I personally. Jesus is inviting us in this humble journey through life and he says, these things are yours, this joy, this love, these riches. These are yours because you trust in me. Humility is saying I can set aside the way that the world is telling me to live and embrace the promises of God.